What's up, what's up, you guys? It is time to make up your mind with me, Mandy. And today we have Nietzsche in the house. Nietzsche, say what's up. What's good, what's good, Nietzsche in the house. What's good? <laughs> How are you feeling today, Nietzsche? I'm feeling amazing, feeling great, feeling blessed. So we have uh, Nietzsche, who is a YouTube sensation, fitness connoisseur, freaking the Hulk, man. Like, the live Hulk is what is what I would say. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> He's a strong, strong guy. Um, go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself, Nietzsche. How did you, how did you get started in this industry? Where did you grow up and why did you land in LA? So I grew up in Houston, Texas. Uh, originally, I played sports, and then I got into doing events. Then I started throwing festivals and do a pool party. Ended up on Good Morning America, and then I say that was the most that was the start to like the influence part. Okay. And then uh, got into you know I was always into fitness because of sports. And then it's like, I would say with the like partying part, like, mm-hmm. like the party, the, the parties and festivals I was throwing, you know, it was like, I guess I would say heavily evolved around girls, revolved around girls. Yeah. So it's like, I'm just like, I wanted to be a content creator. So I was just like, you know what? Like the easiest thing to do is to just lift them. Okay. Here we are. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. What sports did you play? Uh, I played football. Nice. Played football, yeah, so. Okay, okay. And when did you come to L.A.? Oh, man, I came to L.A. First, initially, I came to L.A. like three or four years ago. It's like with COVID, like, you know, you might want to... Mm-hmm. Kind of can subtract a year because I don't know if that was in L.A., was it? Yeah, that like, was can, a rough one. Yeah, it was like <laughs> super rough. Like. L.A. L.A. was super rough. Um, how? Cage. Yeah, how, how was... Yeah, we weren't. We were caged up. <laughs> it was not not ideal for, um, for creatives. Nah, that's what I'm I saying. I feel like it was... I know it was hard for everyone, right? But, like, I feel like for creatives, like, how we express our emotions, at least for myself, is through our work. Well, you couldn't you know collab. I mean? You couldn't collab with anybody. Yeah. People thought you're gonna yeah. cough on them. Yeah, it's like when is it gonna be okay to cough and sneeze again, guys? <laughs> Super um, crazy. So okay, so you came to LA from Houston. Uh, what would you say like the biggest transition was for you? I would say like maybe mentally and career wise for you. Mentally, mm-hmm. challenge. Yeah, like how 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 did it affect you in a good way, bad way? Just how did it you know take part in your mental health? Um. I mean, I would say the prices, the the <laughs> good answer. <laughs> the prices of everything in in Texas right now, the gas is like two seventy. Oh Out here, God. the gas is six dollars. So it's like like going there and then coming here and, and then having to like mentally be like, oh, like six dollars, okay, that that's okay. Five dollars, four dollars for gas, okay, whatever. You know, like mm-hmm. having to to adjust to that was probably like the challenge. You know, like. That, that's probably the challenge, but it's like, I feel like I'm a person that I like, I like, I like to rise to the occasion. So mm. it's like, I'm, I got here and then it wasn't like, like rent was like $1,500 minimum to $3,000. 
literally a house mortgage for yeah. most people. So it's like your one bedroom. So it's like you're you're going around LA and you're like looking for places to live and like you're like twenty five hundred. You pull up to the spot and you're like, man, this looks like a trap house. Like yeah, it's a closet. And <laughs> like and I'm like I'm like okay, like what the hell? And then I, I like. Like even one time I got I got like I got fed up and I was like you know what let me look up the prices in like Texas and let me see what it's like and it's like fifteen hundred dollars penthouse this this and that two bedroom twenty three hundred and I'm just like I'm like man maybe I should just move back then I was like you know what like if you think that way then you're gonna you're gonna you like, let it beat you you're gonna attract that absolutely so I was like I just got in this mindset of like oh. 2500 oh, that's normal. Oh, $6 gas. Okay, yeah, that's normal. Like, I had to, like... Well, think about it this way, I guess. Mind. See, for, for me, like, I grew up out here. So, this is all I've ever known. Like, the prices, everything. Like, this is this is on the regular for me, you know? So, when you say that, it's... it's it's I couldn't even imagine. But also, there's so much more opportunity out here. Exactly. So, you know, you are you ha- you feel happier out here, I would, I would imagine. I feel like I got more opportunity, you know? It's like... It's like, okay, like you can make like three thousand dollars in a day or something like that. Or yeah, like, <laughs> or more. Or more, or you know, or you could meet someone famous. And that's on a net thirty. <laughs> yeah. That's getting paid in thirty days. Yeah, not nah, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, uh, what you call it? And then it's like you can meet someone famous, but it's like I don't think, like, I say before I came to LA, I thought meeting someone famous or like meeting someone who has a lot of followers or something. I thought that was like impressive, but. You know, really, we're all human beings. Like, we're all just the same people. It's so true. But it's like, I was at Vivian's for, for breakfast. Me and my girl Geraldine, we went out for brunch, and we went to Vivian's, and legitimately Too Short was, like, right there. Like, just walked in to get us to go order, and I'm like, girl, it's Too Short. She's like, what? Like, she doesn't really know, like, a lot of that kind of stuff. I'm like, it's Too Short. So yeah. he walks out with his food, and I'm like, I go on and on. Can't understand. And he just, like, he starts laughing like I made his day. He was, like, walking across the street. I made a TikTok out of it. Yeah. It was super fun. But it's just so crazy because you could literally be in the grocery store and just, like, a celebrity's like, right there. But it's so normal now, you know? Yeah, it's like, it's so normal. when you first get to L.A., it's like, you take a picture and you post it on your Instagram. And then your friends back home are like, "Oh my god, like you're, you're so lucky. I want to I want to I want to visit you. This this and that." But it's like after a while, I don't even like now I don't even like I could be in the room with like super famous people mm-hmm. and I'm not even going to like take a video or pictures like I don't even care. I got <laughs> I got to pay these bills. Yeah. I got to pay these bills. They got to pay the bills too like it is so true. It's, and you got to look different. at yourself like a star. You know what I mean? Instead of looking at everybody else like, nah, for sure. Shit, like, I'm going to be a star, you know? You're never going to be to the level if you, if you keep, like, just, like... Being their fan. Yeah. Right? For the most part. Yeah. So, okay, fitness. I want to talk about fitness. So, you've always been an athlete, so obviously that, that came normal to you, but... You came out here, and you the the girls the girls naturally attracted you as well. So you made that connection with bringing girls into the mix. So can you tell me a little bit about like your first videos where you went really where, where you got really big and people started to notice you? Oh uh, man, um, shit. I mean, I did I did stuff before the girls mm-hmm. that went viral. What was um, that? Just some skits with some big influencers. They ended up on like World Star and stuff, whatever. Oh okay. And then it's like, hold for sound. It's like men like <laughs> linking up with influencers and like content creators. It's like you never know what's gonna work for your audience or like like what's like you never know what's gonna work. And it's like 
I link up with influencers and it's just like almost pointless sometimes. You we post the content and it doesn't really do anything and it's like, all right, so what is your thing? Like, who are you? Like, what is your thing? And it's like, I just 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 with the girls like. I, I did some stuff, like, while I was in Texas, and it was, like, it popped off. I, I did the, the pull-ups. I don't know if you know the pull-ups, the pregnancy pull-ups. I was, where you're holding her? Yeah. Yeah, I, well, I saw, I saw that. So video. I did that in Texas, and it popped off, and I was just I was just like, okay, if all this feels like I could just do this kind of content, like, whatever. And then it's like, I, I was like, you know what? Let me do it. I did it. It got like a million million likes, and I was like, "Okay, here we go." Like, like we're gonna stick to this. I, I was like, <laughs> it's, I was, your, "It's your Nietzsche." <laughs> I was like, I, I was like, "Yeah, this is this is it worked." So, whatever. Like, yeah. I could sit here and try to reinvent the wheel or try to do a whole bunch of crazy stuff, but it's like, this is really all I got to do. And then I'm like working out every day, so it's like it's another workout at the end mm-hmm. of the day. So I'm just like whatever keep it simple do that and then like i'm sure brands started you know reaching out to you yeah already i was already working with brands but yeah brands have always reached out to me and it's just like yeah just it's It's always cool to get free stuff right (laughs) already get paid (laughs) well yeah of course yeah i get paid and you get to rock the the clothes and all that. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about, um, I want to talk about self-sabotage. So in regards to like fitness, how, how would that kind of, how would that kind of connect? Self-sabotage? Mm-hmm. I think self-sabotage would probably be like comparing yourself. It's just like, we all have something special about us. Like, you could do makeup better than I probably ever could in my life, even if I trained at it for a couple years. Mm-hmm. You know, I can probably, like, lift X amount of weight as many times, and you probably never do that in your yeah. entire life. It's like, we all have our things, so it's like, to look at somebody and be like, oh, like, I want to be as strong as them. It's like, there might be genetically gifted to, to lift that amount of weight. Or you might be like, oh, I want to be as fast as them, or I want to be as flexible as them. You can train at it, and you can definitely make improvements and get pretty close to how they are but it's like you don't really know what someone's been through you don't just because someone has a perfect body doesn't necessarily mean they're happy just because someone is like has everything you think you want does not honestly mean that that it would make you happy and it's just like i feel like self-sabotage comes from comparing yourself and uh and wanting to be perfect because that's unattainable that's just not ever going to Well, we happen. are perfect, though. Oh, I love that. Like, we're already perfect, so why try? Yeah. yeah. No, nah, we are perfect because it's like, what's perfect is authentic. What's perfect is unique and authentic. That's, if you if you define that as perfect, and then it's like, it's like something that's, that's a copycat is not perfect because there's a bunch of people who have it. I don't know if that makes sense. It does. It makes sense. What is ha- what does happiness mean to you? Like, how would you define happiness? Happiness. If you had to write the definition for your happiness, what would you write? Uh, I would say doing what you love to do and making a living off of it. And I think that's success too, right? 
for sure. Yeah, happiness. Happiness is like, but the thing about it is like, like I would say it's kind of like living the life you want to live. It's because it's, because I've seen poor people that are happier than millionaires. It's true. It's so true. It's your it's your mentality. It's you're happy in your mind. So it's yeah. like, I think it's like being content with who you are and what you got. I think that's a big part of happiness. Like you look at what you got and how far you came and who you are and your journey and stuff and and you're proud of that and you're happy and you you wake up in the morning and you you want to get out of bed and go do what you have to do and you're excited about the next trip and the next whatever and the next meal and and stuff and and how you what you see in the mirror like I feel like that's happiness for sure what would you say some of your fans were to like ask you you know say they're in some down times or whatever what what kind of advice would you would you give them I would say man it depends on what they're down about like say they they want to live a happy life like that so like but they're struggling they live in a different like a small I would a say, small town in a different state can't be in LA but they I would say do what they don't do. compare yourself to people and there's always there's always an opportunity for you to uh, do anything no matter what location you're at you know and then also probably like leave your hometown like I wouldn't I wouldn't want to stay in one one city for the rest of my life there's a big world out here like. So try to travel and like get to other places and meet people who don't have a, a prejudice. Ju- they don't have a judgment of you before even meeting you or knowing you. You want just someone to meet you on a clean slate yeah. and be like, okay, you're this type of person, you this type of person. You know, it's like that's where you know your real skills is like off of, you know, like off of raw who who you are like not off of like this kid knew me like what you do yeah like what you do it's who you are like if you go to canada right now like could you end up you know with your own podcast and like could you you know like then that means that that means that you can be happy and successful in in a lot of aspects of life but there's some people if they go to canada they're freaking out and they're just like (laughs) oh it's too cold and they can't do it and and they can't meet people and the people are not the same and they can't adjust to it. Like Those are excuses and those are mental blockages. And if you keep thinking like that, then you'll stay in that. You gotta sure. you got you gotta find a way out. For sure. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, you know what I, I heard that it's a it's a born 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 talent and learned skill. So you are born with your talent. Yeah. So say you, you were saying like genetically gifted to like live, be able to lift weights or like how I can do makeup and you know what have you. Yeah. Like I feel like my born skill or my born talent i'm sorry was being being able to do art and being able to talk to people that's just something that comes naturally yeah you know so it's like that's what you have to focus on what you do good naturally yeah and then also focusing on what you want to do and that will make you happy and then the money will follow because if you chase the money you're chasing money you're not chasing happiness you're just you know dollar sign dollar sign it's like no like you got to just be happy be present and then the money will follow no, for sure. You know what I mean? Um, I how did how did you how did you get through the pandemic? Like the whole lockdown mentality, like we were saying, like not being able to create with people. What did you find were like your hardest moments? What triggered those moments? And how, how did you get through those moments? Uh, my hardest moments? 
probably like the fear. Mm-hmm. I would say like the fear of uh of like going outside and thinking you're gonna breathe in some disease or something. Yeah. And then it was like uh just like like not like not just like not being able like just thinking about everything in like in like the perspective of a pandemic. Like being like, Oh, I gotta go to the grocery store, okay, I gotta have gloves, I gotta have masks, I gotta disinfect, like not not just it's like not, panic mode. It's like full yeah. blown panic mode. Yeah. You so know? I mean panic. I would say panic. that was probably the biggest obstacle was How long were you? And then like also OCD like working too. How long were you like O C D about like the gloves and the germs? Like when did you like, for like a get month, over it? For like a month and then I was like I started slacking and then I just couldn't keep it up. And then it's like eventually I stopped wearing a mask. I stopped doing everything. And then it's like I, I wasn't getting sick. And then it's like I just kept. Then I was just like, man, forget it, whatever. Then I started. Then things opened up a little bit. And then I started collaborating with people. And then I'm just like, I'm like, wait, is it is this is this fake or like or is my immune system like crazy? So I don't know. I, I still haven't caught it. And I'm just like. Knock on wood. <laughs> yeah, knock on wood. But it's like I'm just like. I feel like it's a lot deeper than um I feel like disease is a lot deeper. The pandemic has made me realize that disease is a lot deeper than than science science. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Of course. Definitely. I feel like I feel like disease is uh I feel like it's spiritual. Yeah. So Yeah, I, it's what you tell your mind and yes, your body. So it's like I feel like it's spiritual. So it's like if you're constantly living in fear and then it's like like Dr. CB, are you familiar? Yeah, I'm kind of familiar with him, but I mean, I've just I just read stuff about subconscious mind and stuff, and it's just like, like if you sit here and believe your like stuff, whatever, then it's like you just manifest that. And ever since I was like, okay, COVID is not like a big deal, like technically in my mind, I just haven't caught it, and I just I haven't I've been living. I feel like I could kiss somebody with COVID and not catch it. That's how I feel. Because you're so mentally strong in it. Yeah. Like, yeah. but if you kiss someone and you're like, oh, you're like all freaking out and like going crazy and stuff, like there's going to be a better chance that your immune system weakens and you catch it. It's so true. You can honestly, like there's, there's been people who have, who have cured themselves of disease just by, yeah. by telling themselves every day I'm cured. I'm cured. You know, there's and someone that, uh, there's, there's like two people who've cured themselves from HIV, I think recently. Yeah, I, I mean, I believe it. Everything, yeah. everything is is your mentality. You know, it's like you 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 go through those times, but it's how it's how it's how you you know deal with it. I know it sounds mediocre, but you know everybody deals with things differently. Okay, Nietzsche. So if you are comfortable, could you please share with us your diet plans and like your meal prep or what what do you do to keep keep yourself so, strong mentally and physically? I got meal prep sponsors that help me with that, but for the most part, I would say um, everybody's different. That that's more of a science, you know. The meals you eat is more of a science. I would say stay away from fast fast food. Stay away from processed food. Stay away from greasy foods. Stay away from saturated fats. Stay away from sugar. That's if you know, cause cause you are what you eat. So I would mm-hmm. say, uh, get more vegetables if you can't get a lot of vegetables or you hate vegetables. Put it into a shake, like put it into Chug a blender. That. And just drink it. Um, make sure you get healthy fats like almonds and stuff. Try to stay away from like high sodium products and stuff. And 
And it's like, yeah, like for me, it's like we all have different macros. We all have different goals. You know, it's like I like to eat, you know, like white meat, chicken, um, fish, like salmon. Um, like to eat rice, sweet potatoes, potatoes, uh, and then spinach. That's that's mainly it. And it's like I'm, I'm more so leaning towards uh, vegan. Okay. I eat all organic. So anything I eat is usually organic, like organic. I'm all about organic. And I feel like that. I could just, it's just your energy changes whenever you're eating organic. So true. Your body can't process all that other stuff, the GMO stuff. So it's like, make sure to eat organic, um, non-GMO organic food. And um, yeah, just just try to get as much nutrients as you can because, you know, it contributes to disease. It contributes to your, men- your mental, it contributes to your decision-making, drink a lot of water. And yeah, just be healthy because... And once you start doing it, it's like you you start to see the results and you start to feel, and then you're like, oh my gosh, I really like this. I think feeling you know? is feeling is more is more is better than uh than seeing for sure, one hundred percent. Like if you're sitting here burping all the time and you, you have acid <laughs> reflux and and you know it's like you just feel like really lethargic. You know, it's Depressed. like yeah, it could depress you too. Yeah. So I suggest just like. Trying to trying to be more on plant based, organic, vegan diet, non GMO, like low sugar, low sodium, and it's not going to taste the best, but it's going to get you the best results and it's going to make you live longer. Absolutely, and longer and being happier while you live. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so what kind of projects are you working on now? What can we look forward to and- <clears throat> seeing from you? Working on um, being a better creator, um, I would say probably like kid more kid kid friendly content, bringing value, bringing more value to people, uh, along with you know fitness journey and helping people in that aspect, and also giving back to. Mm, yes. I went to the beach like probably like three weeks ago a month ago and uh because i was moving so i had all these clothes that that i I don't even wear i went to the beach and then there's this dude i went to the beach and there was this dude he was um like he he was under a blanket and then there was people in tents and stuff and i was like walked up to the tent and i was like hey hey i was like y'all want this y'all want this and then like i didn't hear nobody and then (laughs) All of a sudden, some dude comes out shirtless, Aww. and and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, you need some clothes? He's like, like he's like, yeah, 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 and like, so like he's going through the bag and like, he's putting on all these clothes that I don't even wear, like I would never wear anymore. He's putting them on and putting on some uh, joggers and. So trippy to see him in your clothes. It was trippy to see him in my clothes, but I was like, wait, hold up. This dude came out of the tent. It's 40 degrees out here. He came out with no shirt on. And he didn't do that. Like, you know, like, you get so used to, like, you knock on someone's door and they come out with their shirt off or something. You're like, oh, like, he just woke up. Like, I seen this dude. It's like, oh, he just woke up out of his crib. But I'm like, wait, his crib is 40 degrees outside and he, ha- he doesn't have a shirt on. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, dang. 
and and there's people who have way more clothes than me, have way more stuff than me, and they're just driving by him. And this dude, this dude's in a tent, and he doesn't even have a shirt on. He comes out with he comes out shirtless, not even optional. It's his reality, and I'm like, wait, hold up. So he's like putting on jackets and stuff, and put like he's putting on like five layers of clothes that I gave him, and I'm like. Wow. I'm like, Dana's that's crazy. And then I start going down some more. I'm like, hey, y'all need clothes? Then this one dude, he's like under a sheet, like under like a little bed sheet. Oh. Comes under and he's like, yeah, man. And he's sitting in a chair under a sheet trying to keep warm. And I'm and he's like, yeah, man. Like, da, da, da. And he's like, he's like, thanks, bro. No, I'm like, I'm like, hold up. So y'all are cold, you know, yes, like. And homeless and hungry uh, amongst a lot of things, you know. So it's like you you might be talking about oh you didn't get enough likes on your on your on Instagram posts. Post. Your photographer charged you too much. Your um your makeup came off. <laughs> you talking about that but but homie homie out here His shirt came off. <laughs> homie out here don't even got a shirt. And, oh, and and he doesn't know where his next meal is and and I'm just like I put it into perspective that it's like there's people out here like that. And then it's like the other thing, too, was after I gave it, I, it was like a community of people. It was like five, six people. Well, because once you start giving, then people start gathering because I've done the same. They started gathering. Yeah. And then I was giving them shoes and stuff. They're like, it didn't even fit them there. But they were like so amazed and shocked by the shoes and stuff. And I'm like, I'm like, man, this is kind of crazy. And and but the thing that I got from it that made me want to keep giving was that these they're like god bless you thank you so much god bless you and they're so appreciative and it's like common sense of course they appreciate the clothes because they didn't have them and now they're warm so it's like common sense and it was like a genuine human human interaction i would say it was like genuine human authentic interaction of someone actually wanting the best for me and saying thank you and and like you know, like you, pray- knowing that you help somebody though. Yeah. Seen it. So like prayers and affirmation, I think are real. You know. Absolutely. So it's like manifestation, prayers, affirmation is is real. So it's like if I say God bless you, some people just say that just to say that. Some people say, "Oh, have a good day," just to say that. They don't actually in their mind like want to magnetically give you a nice day. It's true. They're it's just like saying, when you ask somebody how you are. It's 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 a it's a it's a, I'm a good. human interaction. It's, it's normal for us though. It, like, it's oh, like hey, how are you? Like I'm you're good. not really asking how somebody's good though. It's just the words come out. And people yeah. say people say I'm good, but they don't go into detail about how they just lost fifty K. True. So it's like so it's like magnetically the universe, when I gave those them that clothes and they're saying, God bless you, thank you so much. They meant that, and they thought about me in that way. And till today, they're probably still sending blessings towards me, and like you know, being very appreciative because they're still probably wearing those clothes. Maybe not even have washed them, but it's like they're sending me blessings, and I'm like, I need that. I need that. I need that support. Like I'm human being too. Like. If you give so much back and then it's like you have an army of people just sending you blessings and it's like praying for you and actually like wanting the best for you because you actually made a difference in their life. So, yeah, it's just like that was a 
That's yeah, so awesome. It was it, it was amazing. a big it was a big experience doing that, and it's just like how did it affect you from that day moving forward? Like, do you still think about that daily? You know what I mean? I wouldn't say I think about it daily, but it's like it makes me realize that if I have the opportunity to do it, I'm gonna do it because you don't think that deep. Like you see these you see these these flowers, you see this desk, you see all this stuff. You don't think about oh this costs like a thousand dollars. This costs like five. This is like a six thousand dollars setup oh like we could sit on this couch and relax you don't think oh there's someone out there right now that's that's a mile away that can use the rest of the sandwich that i'm not even going to eat or you don't think like there's someone that's standing outside of this building that is going to sit outside for six months shirtless cold frozen and not knowing what to eat and still say God bless you. Yeah, <laughs> and, and but it's like we think of like people think about people care about dogs and stuff like and, and like animals and stuff. But it's like we're human beings, and it's like. Well, you know what? I want to interject on that on the animal thing. I think because he, I think because animals are innocent. Do you know what I'm saying? And humans have have will, free will. They have choice, and they have the ability yeah. to lie. Yeah, no, I, I agree. So you know what I'm saying? Like animals don't, an, animals can't talk, animals can't lie, animals can't manipulate. You know what I mean? They're very innocent. So I think when it comes to humans, I think people, when you're all, when you're getting off that freeway and you see that person with a sign that says like, "Hey, I need money," whatever, we do have to stop and think in the world that we're in. Are they lying? Do they have the? And, it, and it's really sad. I go with my gut instinct. And looking and really feeling if I'm going to give the money or not, because there has been multiple times where I've given money to people and I've seen them go around the corner and they get into a Mercedes. But like, really? But, <laughs> so, but the thing, I, I, the thing that I would say about that is that there's a difference in how you re- re- reward people. Mm-hmm. If you, if if I don't think it's ever okay to really re- reward somebody with money. Right. Like I think money is the is is the problem of rewarding people. If you give someone money, then it's like. It's going to go away and mm-hmm. they're going to forget that you even gave them that money and they're going to ask you for more. If you give someone a jacket, now that is different. They're going to be using that as much as possible. They're going to remember you for that. And it's like you're going to actually make a difference in their life. So it's like if you give if you give someone a meal, that's one thing, too. But if you teach someone how to cook, that's another thing, you know. So it's like it's like, man, like. There's way more valuable things you can give to people than money. I think, I think, I think even like if you give someone like a, like, like it's like even a placebo effect. If you give someone a doll and say like, hey, like this is like, like let's say you have a child and you're like, hey, and their, their dad passes away. And then you're like, hey, this is your dad's doll. Like his spirit is in it and, and he is good luck. And every time you hug it, you have a good day the next day or something like that. Like something like that can can translate into something that 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 equivalents greater to money mm-hmm, for you sure. know so it's like i just feel like like yeah i wouldn't i don't give homeless people money because because i feel the same way i feel like they're gonna go spend a, they're obviously not or drugs i mean who knows they're drugs, not financially whatever. they're not financially you responsible. know responsible for <laughs> the stuff like obviously yeah. but if, if you were to give a homeless person a jacket some shoes some socks some underwear like that's gonna go way further, to in my opinion. They're not gonna give that away. They might even sell it, but you know, it's like if they really wanna go do whatever they're doing, then they'll they can sell it. 
Yeah, they'll find a way. So it's like, yeah. Just or even like, just giving them acknowledgement, because a lot of a lot of you know homeless people or you know people out on the streets, what have you, they don't feel even like seen or heard. You know what I mean? Like they're just so used to people not. walking by, walking by, walking by. So it's like even just like looking at them and just being like, they're not a good day or something. You know what I mean? That they're not. They're something. not. They're not getting. They're not getting treated like human beings. And it's like, like there's so many homeless people, but it's like, man, like. The energy of LA would probably be a lot better if if we would just at least like give some some materialistic thing to like the people who ha- don't have it. There's so much stuff that we don't use. If you just give it away, like instead of throwing over throwing throwing away leftovers, just go yeah. go go down to the beach or go down to downtown or something and just give it to people. And they, like you could even buy the whole sandwich and like finish half of it and give it to someone. Like, on set, whenever we leave and there's, like, extra food or whatever, like, I'll take four or five plates and I will take it to people. Yeah, so it's like... You know, like, don't tell them. Just take it and just take it to people. Because restaurants, like, I, I've worked at restaurants before back in the day. And it's like, you know, why are we going to throw this away? Oh, because we're going to be responsible if something happens. You think that homeless person is really going to eat that, come in and say, you made me sick? Maybe. No. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're just nah, happy yeah, they to can't, have they the food. Can, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? If they sure. didn't buy the food, then how are you going to... You know, it's, it's so frustrating to me. Like you said, there's just so many more things that we could be doing to give back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, then there's there's other things you can do to give back. I feel like knowledge is probably, like, even better than materialistic and stuff like that. Like For sure. Like, it's like knowledge. Like, you, if you teach a... If you t- like, if you tell a homeless person how to make money using the internet or make money like you know like providing a service or you teach them some kind of knowledge of a service and they're they're able to resell that or something like that that is like way that's a whole nother level of giving back absolutely so absolutely Okay, Nietzsche. Well, can you tell everybody where we can find you? And again, any any up upcoming projects that you that you have going on? Anything you want to let so our listeners, on audience, Instagram, know? YouTube, everything. It's Big Nietzsche. I also got my TikTok is Nietzsche Sosa. So if you look up Big Nietzsche or Nietzsche Sosa, you should be able to find me on any platform. And um, projects to look forward to man i'm i'm like at the drawing boards right now so i know the new year's coming we're like literally two weeks away so yeah i'm just like <laughs> it's just like bringing people value like like i can bring people i got i could bring people value in many ways and it's like for me it's like choosing what's what i'm passionate about to bring people value so you know it's like all fun and games followers aside money aside it's like Whatever direction I I head right now, I want to make sure that it's um that I'm passionate about it and that it's also positive and I also agree with with everything that um that I'm doing. I love that. It's about making an impact, you know. Yeah. Yeah, especially in LA, it's hard to find real connections <laughs> and people that truly truly I mean, care, you know, without kind of chasing the fame and the money and all all that jazz that comes along with it, you know. Uh, I wouldn't say it's hard. It's just like you just gotta search the right places because there's definitely genuine people in LA. It's just like um, it, it's a lot of business, especially with the influencer stuff. Mm-hmm. It it goes from um, from friendship to business. You know, it, that's what it really turns into. It's like it, we have influencers who get paid to post stuff, so it's like. Now all of a sudden they don't want to post their family members. Like it's like 
whatever. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it's like yeah. it's a it's a whole different ball game and it's like it's, it's like if we can just as humans just appreciate human encounters and don't look at the follower base and don't look at the engagement and like just like totally shut down that that down and like talk to people as humans and not business partners and then that that's i feel like that's that will uh bring a lot of um gen you know genuine encounters and stuff is it's just being human like you know realizing that 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 death is real and that anybody can be gone tomorrow so it's like if you knew that you could be gone tomorrow what would you do right now yeah why aren't you doing that Exactly. And why, like, what's stopping you? Because you never know when it's going to happen, but it's like, why why, why does it take for some bad shit to happen for you to have that type of energy? And to be grateful, too. Like, I always say, like, you should be grateful in the bad moments, too, or even in, I'm in, the, in the good moments as well. Like, and it's like all this materialistic stuff, man. I see so many people, like, care about so much stuff that at the end of the day doesn't really matter. Nothing. It's crazy. It literally means nothing. It's you crazy. Know? It's crazy, though. Because whenever you sit here and think about it, you're like, oh, yeah. Like, as a guy, you're like, oh, I want all the girls. And you're like, I want the cars. I want the clothes. You're like, I want the followers. You want all that. And it's like, I I have a, I have a lot. I have a good amount for, 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 for a guy. And I'm just like, what makes me happy is like, like I'm probably more happier back in the day when I was just chilling, not thinking to, about all this, not thinking about all this or whatever. I was just chilling and just like being like, like I'm sitting playing video games back in the day and just like, whatever. Like I think about all, that all the time. Eating like skittles, how, like like whatever. Like <laughs> calling your friend on the phone, he wasn't home, so you have to wait. Like instead of like texting, you know, or looking at what they're doing, it's like. We, we know what everybody's doing all the time, so why, why check on them? Just watch their story. We know everything. Everybody's posting everything. It's like it takes away the mystery and it takes away the... So one thing I'll say is that, is that uh, this world, I feel like humans are turning into robots. Yeah. <laughs> Especially in L.A. It's like a lot of people are doing plastic surgery. A lot of people are doing stuff. And it's like everybody's turning into like robots to where they want to be perfect. And and they're sculpting their body to be perfect. They're doing the personality perfect. They're posting things to make it seem like they're perfect. And it's like, what is missing is the authenticity of the real shit, of the real drama, of the real of the real pain. And it's like at the end of the day, that real stuff is what actually connects us as human beings. I love, love, love that you said that because I literally have this written down. So most people are afraid to be vulnerable. Why? Yeah. Because it's a sign of weakness. To me, it's that bridges the gap to real human connection. Not for sure. It's crazy you say that, and I love that you say that. And nah, that's you're what obviously it, meant to be on this on this podcast because that's exactly I mean, how, that's, what I live by. That's what it is. And it's like, so it's like, I, I think in the future, like, remember I said this, I feel like in the future, they're going to create a robot. That is more human than human beings, because humans are not are 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 like online so much that they're co- becoming accustomed to being perfect and and 
unreal like girls are comparing themselves to photoshop to their photoshop body that a photographer sent to it's them. crazy and are they comparing <sighs> themselves to, to kylie jenner who probably photoshopped and got plastic surgery and then i don't under like it's like girls will get plastic surgery and then they'll photoshop yeah. and make their waist even smaller yeah and it's like it's yeah. like man like at the end of the day it's like what's gonna prosper 10 years from now it's a girl who has cellulite that's what's crazy it's because all these girls are taking away the cellulite, taking away all the real human stuff. And it's like money, money now with inflation. It's like you can make a lot of money, but everything's expensive now. So it's like pretty soon money's not going to be like a thing. It's going to be either you're rich or you're poor. So it's like everybody's going to be able to afford plastic surgery and veneers and all this stuff. The real human beings that are... You can't change your mind. Yeah. You can make up your mind, but you can't, you can't change... You, you, know, you can. You can change your mentality. You can change your mind. But if you're not happy with the person inside... Yeah. Like, you're not happy with that voice inside your head. Because that's that's who we're with every single day. Is our, yeah. We're literally battling our own voices in our head. Yeah. And like, our ego... Yeah. ...is lying to us all the time. Yeah. We have to decipher our intuition... Yeah. ...and our ego... Nah, for sure. Two completely different things. Yeah, for sure. I agree. And I just think, yeah, I just think that it's like, like the people who are going to pro, like, I feel like I can get off social media and everything for 10 years and work on myself and come back and, and, and accomplish any, accomplish more than any, than, than everybody that's, that's consistently on social media and in a week. Yeah. Because, at the end of the day, it's like I've seen people like go from like not having any followers to literally having like millions of followers, you know. And, and I'm like, I'm like, how? I've been on here every day, and I put in the work. But how did you? How did you climb that so fast? But it's at the end of the day, is that they're more of a human being. They're more authentic. They're more vulnerable. Because you have to find people to relate to you. And why are yeah. people going to want to follow you? Why do, Why are people going to want to go on Nietzsche's page and watch him? Yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. So it's like, it's more so, if anybody could take something from this, is like, work on yourself. And um, just, just it's like, yeah, just work on yourself and stop comparing yourself to other people because we all go at, at our own pace. And in the future, it's going to be... Um, it's not going to be about perfection. It's going to be about reality. If everybody on social media has a Lamborghini, who actually has a Lamborghini, the person who's making money, <laughs> the person who's uh, who, who's uh, you know exceeding in their career, you know what I'm saying we could all pretend like we we're we're succeeding, but the proofs and the pudding. Yeah. <laughs> And we're all struggling and we're all literally just trying. Like, nobody knows what the hell we're doing. We're just here trying. So we have to be nice to each other. We have to be kind yeah. to each other. We need to give people jackets. We need to give people blankets, some food, a, just yeah. a nice hello, a nice, you know, just a, just a positive thought. You just got to live like, like, like you know that you're going to die. Like, That's crazy, yeah. You know, you know, you know, you're going to, you know, you're going to die like. I see people pass all the time, and it's like their friends start posting them, vlogs start posting them. It's almost like you mean more when you're gone than when you were here. Not necessarily. It's just a it's just a result like that. Like 
from the time you're born to the time you die, that line in between on your tombstone is what is what matters. Matters. So it's like you don't want to help somebody out or something because you feel like they're going to be better than you. But little do you know that if you help that person out and they might not appreciate it when you're gone, they're going to be the one sharing your stuff. So it's like you can't be doing everything and expecting something in return and expecting to always take, take, take. You got to just give, give, give. And at the end of the day, somehow, some way is going to come back to you. And when when you're gone, people are not going to say, I remember I asked him to share my mixtape. And he told me that he would never like he would never help me out or something like yeah. that person might might be donating to your GoFundMe or something like that. You never sure. know. But it's like like you maybe you not even you don't even share it, but you tell them like, hey, you know, I think you, you do you do better if you put it on this platform and they might take that advice and it might help them. It's, yeah. like, it's like actually be like actually help people even even if it's like it doesn't align with I'm your business. You. Yeah. Like, try to help them in some way and, like, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't agree that everybody should just be, like, have their way because then you'd be doing a, a million favors. But I feel like at the end of the day, you can be a genuine person and still be a real human being. For sure. To, you know, and still align with what you do and spread good energy. And at the end of the day, that's going to always come back to you. Just like those homeless people. I'm pretty sure they're sending me blessings right now. For sure. It's raining outside and they're sitting there. They're like, oh, I got a jacket. Thank God for that dude. He gave me a jacket. Yeah, for sure. You know, so it's like. It's all about what you leave here, you know, on on everybody when you're not here. Yeah, that too. You know, and then it's like, I feel like in the afterlife, you're going to, we always say rest in peace, right? That's what people say when someone dies, right? Why do they say that? Because they weren't resting here. Their mind wasn't resting. Exactly. Peace of mind. Exactly. It wasn't resting. So yes. it's like, oh, well, they're they they can rest now, and it's so it's you like, don't know. So <laughs> so I think I think it's like our spirit is connected to our mind, right? Oh, absolutely. We are our mind. So so our, our soul and our spirit is connected to our mind. So it's yes. like when you leave the body, your soul and spirit is still there. Yes. If someone says an affirmation and speaks to the universe about you in a positive way. That's going to help you prosper in the afterlife and it's going to help you be at peace. So if you have a million people saying rest in peace in the afterlife, you're rich in spirit. But if you leave this earth and you're having people dogging you and saying how, how much of a piece of shit you are, this, this and that, like that anxiety that you feel, that mental blockage, that negativity in your mind and your spirit, you carry that into afterlife. And that's when you're living in hell, in my opinion. I love that. Just like, and then you could even be living in hell on earth if you're also for sure. I'm sure people back feel karma. like that right now. That's why they kill themselves because because they can't rest. Yeah, they can't. They're not at peace. So it's like I feel like a lot of stuff is being at peace. And if you do a lot of good things, and then you have people pushing you, that makes sense. I think if you push people, it helps push you. For sure. Like you're saying. That's how the. That's how mm-hmm. it goes around. Yeah, it's like karma. Absolutely. Yes. I just feel like karma is mediocre, so I so I go deeper into it, you know, like yeah. make our own word, own definition, you know? Okay, so Nietzsche again, where can we find you again if you could please just let Big everybody Nietzsche. audiences know? Big Nietzsche. Nietzsche Sosa. Can Whatever. That? Can you spell that for us, please? B-I-G-N-E-E-C-H-I. 
our Nietzsche Sosa, which is Nietzsche Sosa is um, N-E-E-C-H-I-S-O-S-A. Nietzsche Sosa. So, yeah. Perfect. Gonna be doing it big. Gonna be fucking, gonna be doing whatever, like. I appreciate just you gonna being be here. spreading good energy. That's it, you know. Yeah, I appreciate but, you being here and sharing your thoughts for sure. No problem. Thanks for having me. For sure. for sure. I'm I'm really happy you're here. And I am your host, Amanda Terry, also known as Makeup Mandy. You can find me on Instagram at makeup underscore mandy with an I. And don't forget to make up your mind. See you next time.